Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. Please help by subscribing and check out footballpurist.com. We are back with another episode of the Talk On Podcast. And the Reds are back after a 2-0 win versus Southampton. Uh, Big Verge's return, and in fact, uh, what, four other players return, actually, to uh, to uh, St. Mary's. So I'm um, going to go ahead and review the Southampton game, kind of just go through the squad back to front and uh, kind of shoot the shit here because uh, Liverpool off a big victory. That was a huge three, three points uh, picked up, especially with the results of the, of the other clubs around um are on the top four race, particularly Man U losing to to Newcastle. Uh, Rafa, you know, big Rafa, Agent Rafa, doing us a big one this year. So <laughs> pretty pretty pumped about that. Tonight on the podcast, I have Brian Painter. Brian, what's going on, brother? What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Uh, just a couple feet of snow here in Chicago. Not not ideal, but uh, <laughs> it's great. It's great to have people from not not from the left coast on the on the pod tonight. By the way, because know, we don't. Right? Have- they have no idea what we go through. Yeah, just <laughs> sit there and talk about how wonderful the weather is, and they can go fuck themselves. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ali back down in LA now too, so that's that's even better. Yeah, and I've also got uh, Aaron Tucker on with me. Aaron, what's going on, brother? Pretty good, man. Just um, freezing with no snow in Southwest Missouri right now. Yeah, I saw a guy what? running yesterday in like twelve degree re- degree weather. Uh, it was yep. Just, in my mind but um, that's that was probably, that was except, probably <laughs> yeah yeah it's been me except no snow on the ground there we go so we got the obligatory like weather awkward questions out of the way to to intro this so <laughs> let's just yeah yeah continue and move on from there to uh, something that is much more pleasant which is the reds the reds painter what a massive win i mean it it feels like each game now is you know with the ones remaining is all of them are, are huge games but Particularly this one, um, especially with, you know, Liverpool having so many Southampton players. I think it was five. You know, I guess it would be six, including Klein, because what is it? It's it's Van Dyke. It would be Klein. It would be Mane, uh, Lovren, Lalana, five of my – and Ox, I guess, back in the day before the Ox that. Ox and Van so, Dyke, they're seven, actually, yeah. right? Uh, I think, I yeah, think VBD was in there, so I think it, it might be six, which is just crazy to think about that we actually – you know, when healthy, with the exception of maybe one or two of them, they would be in the starting 11. So, uh, you know, I thought Van Dyke handled it really well, uh, Painter. But just overall, before we get into the squad and, and kind of how they all perform, your overall thoughts on the game? Well, I thought it was a very professional performance, first and foremost. I thought, uh, you know, we're on the road. Uh, we're coming to a side that we've had problems with in the past. Uh, we got an early goal. Uh, it was absolutely brilliant from Salah to Bobby, quality finish. Um, they came on to us after that. Uh, they tried to press and tried to uh, come down our, uh, our right hand side. I just thought I just thought we played well. I thought Virgil did his thing in the back. I thought he was really calm and composed for coming back to a hostile environment. They were booing him every time he got the ball. I, I just was thoroughly impressed. We don't get. I think it was. Over a year ago was the last time we got a 2-0 uh, victory. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a year uh, to the day, actually, something yeah. like that, which is crazy. <laughs> something ridiculous, yeah. I just, I just thought it was a very professional performance, which we typically don't see. It's either like helter-skelter and we're winning 3-2 or 4-3, or we blow a team off the park. We don't have a very comfortable 2-0 win very often, and I thought you know, the weekend's performance was a comfortable 2-0 win, and I never really felt like we were threatened most of the match, and I was I was made up with it. I I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was excellent on the day. Yeah, and you just took the words directly out of Virgil's mouth. I mean, he just said he just did his thing. Like that's what he did. He just there's and we'll get into it a little bit more. But there's something you know about the defense uh, being able to keep a clean sheet and just his command and his presence back there. It's he's just doing his thing, and he's it's he's really making a huge difference. Uh, Aaron, I mean, you know, we gave up a little bit more of the possession. Uh, but we had 16 shots, and you just you were almost worried after we had only gone one up. I mean, yes, it's it's a great game plan to be able to score early, sit back, and have them come at us, and then counterattack. 
but you felt like we were having a lot of chances, you know, with 16 shots and we, you know, worrying that we weren't going to bury enough, but I, you know, obviously two was enough to get it done. Brian said it best. It was a professional performance. Um, there wasn't a lot of traffic on the slack line during the game, but I know James and I were both feeling that the referees or the, the refereeing in general wasn't um, unbiased, I would say. Um, I was pretty disappointed in a couple of calls, and it seemed like the, the head ref was just kind of telling the Southampton players, do whatever you want to the Liverpool guys, um, which was frustrating. But we had a 2-0 win without any help from anybody. Uh, we just went out there and did our thing. And um, I really liked that in the second half of the game, players kept feeding the ball to Mane, even though he wasn't able to get a goal. It was good to see the teamwork and the trust that we didn't need to get a third goal to start doing that. And it shows that they, uh, the players felt that they had control of the game and thought that they could see the game out um, themselves. Exactly. So, you just said it there. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's it definitely had control of the entire game. It felt like never really felt like Painter said as well, that we were really ever threatened too much. Um, but, you know, Painter, they, they did have a couple of chances. Uh, they, they actually had four yeah. shots on target um, and, you know, who came up big and we'll just go ahead and start and get into it. We'll work our way from the back to the front is, uh, I mean, you got to give Carrius some credit here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the much maligned goal uh, goalkeeping situation that is Liverpool Football Club for, uh, well, since Pepe Reina left, uh, you know, Carrius played well. He played well last game too. Uh, I, I thought I thought he came up big. Uh, certainly in the first half, he came out on that one on one where he stood tall uh, and blocked the goal, uh, blocked the ball out of bounds. I, he tipped the one uh, header off the or over the bar, uh, which looked destined for the back of the net. Great save. Yeah, I thought I, I thought all in all he played well. He really looks like he's growing in confidence, and uh, maybe we start to see, you know, the goalkeeper that was voted the second best goalkeeper in the Bundesliga behind uh, uh, behind uh, Neuer. Yeah, yeah, no, Neuer, he, yeah. He, he was uh, yeah the yeah. player's choice. I think second to only to, to Neuer. I think uh, that, that yeah. season. So I, I I thought I thought he played really well. Uh, again. He he didn't have to do a whole lot, but the stuff that he did have to do was was really dealt with well, and I thought that was a very mature performance. And he feels like to me he's growing in confidence, and long may that keep uh, keep up. And hopefully, you know the the last eleven games plus the Champions League matches, he continues that run of form because uh, we're certainly going to need it, and it could save us having to go out and spend. 40 or 50 million on a goalkeeper in the summer. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you don't want to overreact because it's just one game, but it, just like you said, you know, he was rated pretty highly, you know, back in Germany. So it's not like he doesn't come without a pedigree. He comes with some type of proof, you know, some sample size of him being good in a top five league in the world. So, um, of, of course, of course, Mignolet, uh pulled the wool over our eyes last year when he had that, <laughs> three or four months and then we're like yeah we got a really good goalie here and then next thing you know he shits the bed again but uh but anyways yeah so uh, hopefully we we get a little bit more than uh fool's gold that uh Mignolet pulled over our eyes last year yeah i mean i think at this point we all know you know for as long as we've had Mignolet, kind of what he is but you know in terms of of carius just specifically this game you know he, he had some great saves on that that save that you had mentioned where he tipped it over the bar uh, he realized he couldn't get the cross, and then he, you know, reset his feet. He moved back, and that's what got him in position to, to make that save. So he may not be one of the, you know, the taller, more commanding goalkeepers in terms of coming in out, out on corners and, and collecting the ball. But I mean, his reflexes and, and Aaron, something that I really like about him is the fact that a, a couple of things in terms of his, re his reactions. He comes out really quick. There were a couple of chances uh, actually when you know Robertson didn't deal with with one. By the way, if Robertson. If Albi was playing and did what Robertson did today, by the way, I think a lot of people would have sl absolutely slated him. Oh, so, um, so I mean, it, that that was a botch. But then you know, Carries comes out quickly and and you know he he makes that save and he and he swallows the ball. 
And then, uh, you know, another thing, Aaron, that I like is just, you know, our first goal that, that starts with carries, you know, Van Dyke commanding gives him the header back to the goalie and carries immediately. He doesn't take a second. He doesn't pause. He just immediately throws it out. Ox plays the pass and then it's bang, bang goal. Um, you know, it's a lot of, to, to Firmino. So he, he does a lot of things that, that Minule doesn't necessarily do and brings a lot to our team. Um, what, what did you like about Minule? Not just this game and if anything going forward. Well, Minule did a really good job sitting on the bench, but uh, Laurie's Carius. Sorry, Carius. I can't uh, remember saying that. Yes, yes. What, yeah, do, you, what yeah, do you like no, about Carius going I forward? Um, I I was scrolling through Twitter today, and I saw a lot of people praising Carius, and you have to. Uh, um, I don't know. I just like the 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 sense of possibility um, that we might be going upwards in the goalkeeping uh, uh, realm. You never want to end up spending money on a player that you already have or a position that you already have decent options in. And while I would feel more comfortable if we had like an Allison or um, Jan Oblak coming in in the summer, you never you don't want to spend money in in today's game especially and, what you know what we got for Carius that yeah, price, yeah like four exactly. and a half million or something you know yeah exactly so um i just keep i don't i don't want to talk too much about other clubs but you hear everybody talking about david de gea and how he was a bad keeper quote unquote um his first season at manchester united and then he blossomed well maybe this is Carius's kind of turnaround point hopefully it is and um it'll be interesting to see if Klopp is going to play him against Porto uh on Wednesday or if he's going to kind of switch roles with Mignolet and have him be the the Champions League play uh goalkeeper I hope that's not the case because we need to make a deep run in Champions League but um yeah We'll see. No, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think you know, there's there's really no point for for Minule to be playing many that, more games this whole season. I don't, so. I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't see him twitching. I mean, I think it's done and dusted now. He's going to ride him to the end of the season. Yeah, he absolutely yeah. has a complete cliff where he falls off him. But yeah, and <laughs> if that's the case, like I said, going back to Allison slash Oblak, if Carius is again our backup keeper and he keeps playing the way he has the last, um, well, Spurs was a bit of a one-off because of the penalties. But, um, I mean, he did block one. If he keeps, the point is, if he keeps trending upwards, he's not a bad second option to have. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think we just mentioned it, that hope, hopefully he stays in the side till the end of the season, yeah, which we all think. Totally. I, you know, that's what you think happened. You think Klopp went in there and said, listen, you're it. This is what's happening for the rest of the season. You have your chance now yep. to, to really do what you got to do. And yeah. I think it's, it sh- you know, you can kind of tell in a lot of his decision-making, not that he was ever really hesitant to come off his line, but he just looks a little bit more, you know, assure of himself. And, and you know, maybe that's because the Van Dyke signing helps him a little bit, but... Yeah. At the same time, he just he, he he's looking a lot more confident. He's got a little bit more swag. You know, not that he ever really, with all the Instagram posts he has, ever really feels like he loses it. I, I just I feel like now, you know, in between the posts, he's he's definitely more commanding. So, good things obviously from Carius the past couple games, and hopefully that continues. Just like you said, to move upwards and onwards. Uh, but let's go ahead and move now to the the center back pairing, Painter. Uh, you know, Van Dyke. I just I thought he had a really really solid performance. Uh, handled all the pressure well, uh, directing everybody where to go. I, th- I thought Matip had a pretty good game. I thought he, you know, he, excellent pass for him to to bring it into the midfield and, and start after you know Mane made the little roundabout and then that ended up in being the the beautiful goal that was uh, Salah's goal. But you know the center back pairings, as far as this match went, they, they were pretty solid and um, you know not too many mistakes back there. No, they. I mean, other than a couple, I, I think. Matip in the first half had a had a howler when he got a ball passed back to him. And he, he shanked it out of bounds like five feet from himself. But other than that, I, I 
I thought the center back pairing was strong. I think Virgil is starting to really own that center, uh, that central defense. Uh, he was directing traffic again. He seemed to really thrive uh, in the in the hostile crowd environment with you know the booze and everything like that. He was smiling. He looked like he was having a good time. I thought they played brilliantly. Uh, anytime you keep a clean uh, clean sheet on the road, especially for our backs uh, our back line, you got to be proud of yourself. Um, I thought he played well. Uh, I think there's only so much more to come. Uh, and Monty played well. Listen. I don't think that Monsieur's a long-term answer, uh, if I'm honest. But you know, he played well last night or the other night, and you know, again, we got a clean sheet uh, and we got more three po- three points on the board. Um, and you know, my favorite of the post game was uh, when uh, Virgil was being interviewed and they asked him about uh, the Man United game and they told him Man United. Oh, yeah, yeah. He challenged his, uh, his inner Lucas uh, and uh, gave him the unlucky, unlucky which I thought was absolutely, yeah, I mean, he's already uh, legendary status just for that. But, uh, no, I thought they played great. Uh, hopefully, it'll be, you know what will be interesting to see is because Klopp's been really chopping and changing with his center backs the entire season, let alone since Van Dyke came in. So I'm going to – I'm wondering what will happen on Wednesday night when they're at Porto. Is he going to start Montip? Is he going to start Lovren uh, next to Virgil? Because you know Virgil's going to get the start. Right. Uh, and then it'll be interesting to see how much he chops and changes the rest of the season, especially if we get on a decent run of form. So, but I thought they played excellent last night. Quick mention to Clavon. I'm kind of bummed uh, he's yeah. not playing too much. I mean, not to say that. You know, we we obviously know he's not one of our best center backs, but at least this season he's been one of the most consistent ones. Like you know what you're going to get out of him. So easily, yeah, um, easily. Right. I'm not, I wouldn't say for like a Champions League game or anything like that, but I'm just saying you know maybe in a in a couple more league games I, I wouldn't mind seeing him get a get a run out there. Um, and then you know by the way, uh, you know Aaron, we're going to get to our our fullbacks and how they played. Quick shout since we just mentioned, um, you know having potentially him come back is that Klein has been uh, I think about a week ago he'd been named to the Champions League squad so this could be potentially good news I don't think you know again listen Trent had a good game again it was was solid his delivery is amazing but I still think we're missing Klein uh, a bunch so I'm really excited for him to come back any thoughts on our, our fullbacks whether it's Klein coming back hopefully soon or just you know in general how how both uh Andy and, and Trent played this game? Well, uh, the game against Southampton was interesting uh, from the fullback perspective because you didn't see them bombing forward as much as they do in other games. And I think, without being too overly analytical, because they did do a good job, um, I think that shows a shift in mentality that they, the two that played, Robertson and uh, Trent, they can play defensively if they need to. And they needed to play defensively in the game against Southampton. Mm -hmm. And they did. So that shows to me um, good growth. Um, As far as Klein coming in, I well, we know he's going to show he's going to bring more experience than uh, yeah than what we already have with Trent Alexander Arnold slash uh, Joe Gomez, but um, you know we've done well with those two so far, and I don't think Klein is going to hurt anything, so. It's it's only going to make the team better, in my perspective. Once he gets back in the groove, because he's been out since, God, it seems like it's been five June. months or something crazy. Yeah, yeah, it seems like he's been out for forever. Um, so yeah, it, that's my stance. The right back situation is fine. Klein is already is just going to improve it. Yeah, absolutely, and and. Painter, you know, I, I think it'd be huge to be able to have him back. Maybe that moves Joe inside for a couple of games before the end of the season to see if he could potentially yeah. play a role there. 
Um, I mean, just, you know, in general, listen, I love the young guys back there, but Klein is, was one of our most stable and consistent defenders last year. And I think he, he would, you know, if he's, I guess, gets himself back into form and in shape, I would be starting him every game still. But I think, I think that's the issue, right? Is, is how fast can he actually come back to, you know, top form, uh, you know, we obviously know Klopp likes to play a high intensity game. There's a lot of running, uh, you know. There's a lot of pressing. Yeah. You know he hasn't. Uh, you know Aaron made a point that you know he hasn't been playing since July, or and you said that, or I, I just don't see him coming back right away. And I think they'll ease him back in. He certainly is not going to get back. I know he's been named to the Champions League uh, squad, but I don't see him playing in the Champions League, especially if we get past Porto. He might get, you know, some some minutes, but I don't see him starting. And, you know, arguably, I think if we've got top four secured in the last, you know, three or four games, he'll probably get runouts in those games. But, you know, with the way Trent's playing and Gomez is playing, I I just don't see why you would break up the, you know, the consistency and slash cohesion of that back uh, or the right back situation uh, to bring Klein back in. I know he's a quality professional, um, but you know he did have a back injury. Those are never easy to come back from, back from, let alone you know in your late twenties. Uh, so uh, I, I, you know, if it were me, and as long as Trent and Gomez continue to play and don't get injured, I just I just kind of ease them back in, give them ten minutes here, fifteen minutes there for the rest of the season, and just you know, wrap them in bubble wrap for the next season. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty late in the season and it's a good shout to definitely notice that. And obviously it all contingents on, you know, his form and if he's able to get back into shape. So, uh, I just, I just think that, you know, not enough people are talking about how much we really miss him. We have had good performances from our right backs, but I don't think Trent's necessarily defensively ready yet. And the hope for me is that he doesn't stay a right back. So, um, the hope for me is that he moves into the Trent midfield. Trent needs to get on the stakes. Man, he needs to bulk up a little. I bit. know, he but I, you know, I was, yeah, I was thinking about that watching it, Painter, just this last game. But at the same time, I'm like, the guy is what 19. Like, part of me yeah, is just he's like, still he's young. still such a kid that he's just going to grow into this just beast of a player. And I, yeah, I agree. I, I think, I think, he, I think, you know, he he's got plenty of room to grow and and, and get bigger and and stronger and whatnot. But man, um, you know, between him and Robertson, you know. Both of them together might be, you know, 250 soaking wet if you put them on the scale together. I mean, seriously, there's <laughs> there's there both really right in the ass, man. I'm telling you what, there's not a lot of beef on uh, on on our wings with those two in the match. So, I I, I got to be honest. I think you, I, you know, I I think you could. I think both of them need an off season and, and, and get in the weight room, and I could see Klein having a role to play, and and and. Fair enough. Like if you have Klein and Trent Alexander next year, uh, and you move Gomez inside, that's still a really good right back combination, Absolutely. right? And 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 to be fair to both of those players, both Klein and Trent, they're going to get minutes because next season, knock on wood, we'll be in the Champions League. You know, we'll be fighting on four fronts again. Uh, we've seen that the rotation that he's done with Gomez and Trent this year. I just don't see why that wouldn't continue uh, this time just with Klein and Trent. Yeah, no, I, I definitely understand that. It's, it's a good shout for sure. Um, but speaking of getting in the weight room, let's go ahead and move on to that midfield because they do. They are, <laughs> I mean, those three gentlemen that, that were in there, we got Emre, Oz, and Gini, they are all units. I mean, they definitely can, can boss a midfield. And, you know, they didn't really necessarily have to. And I think a lot of people got to remember as well, I mean, the Southampton side, yes, they are – in the bottom three, which is shocking to me. They have a very good squad. Like they have some of these players come from, I don't understand it, man. I really don't like that's a quality side. I mean, Hoiberg was, uh, he was with, I think Emery initially at, at Bayern. I think it was right when, when they were, when they were younger and like Romeo, he was at Barcelona. I think it was like the B team or in their Academy. Um, the Lamina kid was great until uh, Juve. Until he, he was on Juve, I think, too. Swamp ass or something like that. He was playing great. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. He really, really looked like a like a probably their best player on the pitch uh, for them. And I think he used to play for Juve as well. So I mean, 
it, it's just weird to me that that they are in the bottom three, and we got to remember that you know as bad as they've been this season, you know they are not a bad team, uh, and our midfield did a job today. There was nothing spectacular, Aaron. Nothing, you know, no one player who necessarily stood out. Uh, but I, I guess you could say everybody had solid performances. I don't think it was Ox's greatest performance. I don't think it was Genie or Chan's greatest performance. But, you know, they stinker and Fowler, and they did what they had to do. Yeah, they, I, that's kind of the bottom line. They did what they had to do. This was, to me, it was a defensive performance from Liverpool. Um, they, they scored the two goals. They held on to the lead. They played a full 45 minutes without conceding a goal. Um, they played 90 minutes actually without conceding a goal, but the second half, it was just like attack was feed the ball to, to Sadio and defend and the midfielders defended and they, they just they did their part. There's I have nothing more to say about it. I thought they did their job. Um, probably seven out of ten for all of them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, they they did exactly what and, they had to yeah, do to yeah. to get the result in that it, game, yeah. which is you know what, all you can really ask for in that instance. Painter. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly. it's uh, MRA just you know he had a pretty solid game. I'm trying to like I'm in such a bitter mode right now of just like not trying to focus on Emery right now because I'm still so pissed that he's most likely leaving. And it's a Chase, it's a Chase Haslip uh, uh, expression. I got a hot take for you. Uh, Emery's going to sign uh, in the summertime for uh, for Liverpool. Hot take for you. I hope so. I would get right back on the Emery train. But, uh, <laughs> I've been, I mean, and so, but it kind of goes for all of them. I mean, listen, so why not them just he can't play really really well away from home it's just we we all know this and he can't score away from home it's just it's facts it's just is what it is and um i mean is there did really you, did you really imagine not... the party that that we're gonna have when uh when when genie uh scores from away from home one of these games <laughs> oh that's when all the nukes go off that's that's yeah. when it's <laughs> gone after that yeah i don't, I don't want <laughs> it to happen i'm afraid what what it's will gone. happen if he does score away from home but uh I mean, Panda, there's really not much to really point out. I, I do, I, I guess I will say for Ox, at least for the first goal, it wasn't the best pass. It was kind of an error there, I guess. I mean, it was a hard ball to deal with. I thought he had an overall pretty decent game after the first 15 minutes in general. But, um, I mean, you applaud you applaud him for going for it and turning, looking up, and then getting the ball down to one of your best players, Salah. So, I mean, anything other than that, really, to, to point out from the, the midfield this game? No, I thought I thought by and large they played okay. Um, I thought they were getting overrun there for most of the first half, uh, and then you know they were they were kind of abject the second half. I, I I just thought it was okay. I wasn't very excited about the way our midfield got you know dominated there for for periods of the first half. I thought I thought they could have been more commanding. They were certainly better players, and you know by and large I thought uh, John played okay. Genie did his thing, but. I thought Ox. Um, I, I got to disagree here a little bit. I thought Ox was kind of poor on the evening. He was hooked on about sixty. Little, yeah, for Milner. And uh, I just, I just didn't think he was playing real well. And you know, you could see him when he was coming off the field. He was in his head, and uh, he's been, you know, he was rumored to have those issues where he would get down on himself at at Arsenal and get in his own head. And, and I just didn't think he played exceptionally well. I know he got. You know, he, he he played the ball to Salah and, you know, all that fun stuff is, you know, he does good things. Like, don't get me wrong. I just didn't think he was a commanding performance from any sure. of our midfield. Um, you know, we lost uh, possession on the night, uh, 52 to 48. But arguably in that first half, I think it was something more like 70-30, uh, if I remember correctly. And I just didn't think our midfield was dominating. I didn't think it played really strong. Uh, they defended really well to Aaron's point. Uh, you know, that was, that was what they set up to do and they defended really well, but I don't think they were very creative going forward. I didn't think they were very, uh, strong, uh, on the ball and, and held the ball really well. So for me, it was just kind of a meh performance and, you know, they got the points. Uh, they did well, uh, defensively. Uh, kept a clean sheet and, you know, on to the next one. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then let's just go right back to you and move on to a little bit more of the, the exciting part of our, our squad, which is what we talk about every single pod and, and ever, after every match. <laughs> the, the front three, I mean, you know, pick and choose. I mean, they're all amazing. I think Mane is getting a little bit too much stick, but, uh, you know, have your go. You know, there's options to choose from there, Painter. I could go. I could go. Bobby. I could go. Mane. I could go. Salah. Uh, no, they're just all fantastic. Uh, I do think uh, to Aaron's point earlier. Uh, I thought the team was really trying to get Mane a goal, and I, you know, to me that's that's a real demonstration of how cohesive this team is, and how much they recognize, you know when a player needs some help and, and, and that's to me just the uh, essence of a team. So they were in the second half. I mean, they were just feeding him and feeding him and feeding him and trying to get him on the score sheet. I thought that was outstanding team play. And uh, that really made me think that this team is more about the team than it, than it is themselves. I mean, what can you say about Salah? You know, he has an assist. He has a goal. Uh, his finish was taken brilliantly. Um, his pass to Firmino for the first one, you know, easy as you like. Uh, and then, you know, Bobby. Oh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. Firmino. <laughs> he scores when he wants. He's Bobby Firmino. He scores when he wants. Um, that, that pass to Sala was. I mean, he put I English could, on it. It was it was ridiculous. I know, like I, I could watch it a thousand times over, and I probably have watched it already a thousand times. It was just such a sick pass. It wasn't only a back hill; it was like a back hill. To your point, it had some English on it that that put it at an angle, and and it just put it right in the solace path behind three defenders. I mean, wow! Like just wow. And I, I mean, he's got 20 goals in tennis or 10 assists or 11 assists this season. He's just, you know, everybody whines about him not being a, you know, an out and out striker and this, that, and the other thing. And we need a number nine and blah, blah, blah. I mean, 20 and 10, that's a number nine. And this is the first time uh, in 16 seasons, or at least in the, this is only the second time in the last 16 seasons that we've had two players with 20 or more goals in a season. Yeah. Last one was Torres and Gerard, obviously. But I mean, he, he is just absolutely outstanding. And I, I, I hope we lock him up with a big contract and a huge pay raise, uh, because I just think he is absolutely outstanding. He's, he's one of my favorite players. Um, you know, probably, probably of all time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Bobby's one of my favorite at the club right now for sure. He's yeah. and the fact that he's the weirdest guy ever makes it so much better because every other like <laughs> fan who's not, not okay, not like the neutral, like you know, there there might be other uh, you know people who are fans of other teams that like him, but you know, like the Man United fans, I got a couple buddies that hate Firmino. I got a Chelsea buddy who hates Firmino. Like the fact that he's really? so weird makes it just yeah, they just don't like. He's a weird, or they hate that he's just a weirdo, and like I, that's what I love about him. I just love that he is our number nine, and he has the whitest teeth ever, and he has the best celebrations ever. And I hope Bobby never leaves. He's, he can karate chop the air. Yeah, no, yeah, he's love great. him. Or karate kick. Love, love him. Absolutely love him. Aaron, I mean, have your pick. You know, just quick mention before you do. Painter pointed out the goal and the back heel. It's crazy that we're just expecting Salah to finish everything he gets his foot on right now. Like, yes, it's you know it's not the hardest finish, but it, there's in our minds there's never a doubt the second that that happens that you think Salah's getting on the ball, he's putting it in the back of the net. That's just who he has become this season. Yeah, um, you guys know how I feel about Mohamed Salah, but for just to clear the air for our listeners, he's God, um, the Egyptian king. That's right. <laughs> yes, and that is that is all I have to say about Mohamed Salah. He he's my favorite player. Um, Firmino, fantastic back heel um, with a little flick. I love I love our front three. I have no complaints. Mane's in a little bit of a rut right now, but don't care. Still love him to death. Wouldn't trade 
any of our front three for anybody else in the world. So, really? Yeah. I. Okay. They're, they're great. They're no, fantastic. I, I don't disagree. I just I, I, I for anybody in the world, that's a massive show. There's <laughs> because because the three the three of them up front together can do. I believe that they can do anything. I love. Um, I love that. They're they're fantastic, and if we can keep them for. I don't even know how many years I want to be optimistic and say forever. Yeah. Forever years would be fantastic, but realist a little bit more realistically, but still a little more liberal four to five years. If we can keep those three, then we are going to be a force to be reckoned with. And especially with Nabi Kaita coming in, in the summer. And if we can get like one more midfielder, I think that (laughs) what (laughs) everybody knows I'm a Christian Pulisic uh, homer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the the front three are just great, and that's yeah. I I love them all. Yeah, there's that's it. With those three, there's at least someone to talk about every game. So we are definitely very lucky to have the attack that we do. Uh, gentlemen, let's go ahead and move on to our seat index ratings. It's time for the seat index ratings. Painter, your positive. What got you out of your seat and your negative? What got you slouching back? Oh, there's there's two. I mean, obviously, the I'm not going to. I want to say Bobby Firmino because I'm still standing up after that uh, <laughs> after that assist. It was just amazing. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've sat down in uh, th- uh, two days already. But, uh, no, I, I – I have to give a big shout out to uh, Karius. Uh, I thought thank you. Uh, he played really well in the first half, and he kept us uh, out in front. And he made a couple big saves, and really, uh, you know, really did well. He distributed the ball well for uh, for the first goal. Um, and I thought, uh, all in all, he 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 really has stepped up these last couple games. I'm hoping it continues. Uh, but he looks confident, composed, and assured on the ball. Uh, my negative seed index, though, uh, again, I like I like I said earlier, I was not happy with our midfield. I did not like the fact that our midfield was getting overrun by Southampton, and and specifically in the first half, I thought we have much better players, Ox. John and Jeannie should have controlled that midfield much better. And I was disappointed to see, but again, you can't dominate every game. And we, you know, we went into Southampton, got a two Oh win and got out with the three points. And I guess that's what it's all about, but I wasn't happy with our midfield. I didn't, I thought they, they didn't dominate the way I wanted them to. Yeah. Again, it was just, it was devoid of, you know, it was, it was, there was no real, creativity i guess you could say in that midfield um but yeah yeah i mean there's just i mean you hate to bring he who shall not be named up but um you know (laughs) he definitely would have made a difference in that game not that we needed it but he definitely would have aaron what's your positive and negative seed index brother positive seed index um even though i stood the entire time during the game uh the defense I think that they did something that, for once, that they were expected to do and that they haven't been able to do, really. Um, So, yeah, positive seed index, entire defense. They did great. Um, Negative, or who made me sit? I, I guess the midfield. They were pretty uninspiring. Um, that's a good word for it yeah, so yeah. for sure yeah 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 it was yeah uninspiring is a great word for it because they were it, yeah it didn't they didn't do anything really special they just did kind of the job requirement i guess and they did that a little bit below par but we won we didn't concede a goal there weren't any real scares so that's all that matters yeah and i thought to your point emre that's 
you know, not just because of his suspension coming up for, for the Champions League, but part of the reason why he's out there is for defensive prowess. And, you know, he doesn't get dribbled past many times and he, you know, he puts in a tackle. So it was good, good to have him out there. Um, yeah. I'll go ahead and say that my negative was um, Lalana. The fact that uh, his, his his rear naked choke wasn't it, w- it wasn't good form in the U twenty three game um, against you know <laughs> just his form like it was it was off. He like kind of grabbed his trachea and like kind of pushed like the push of the head down there. Yeah, that's cool, but like I just I thought his form was off in that. So um, Lalana maybe needs. <laughs> Take a couple MMA classes or something, or a couple YouTube videos, whatever you are to do. But uh, yeah, not the best form. Uh, my positive is Klopp taking the piss and making sure that every player we had that played for Southampton got on the pitch at some point. So super, <laughs> yeah, super good. pumped about that's that. Good. It was definitely. I didn't, I didn't even realize. Oh, that. I that's think good. it was a jab for sure. Like there, like he subs <laughs> Lovren on in the 89th minute when we're up two 0 Like what you know. <laughs> <laughs> what, for Salah, saw, like, what do you you know like what is, what is that? That's just to go ahead and do. He subs Lalana on in the 79th, and yes, you know Lalana's getting some more minutes. Uh, he should have had a goal for sure. Um, and yeah, he was just getting back into form. But like the fact that he did that, the only the only thing that could have made it better was maybe sub, subbing Lalana on for Mane instead of Firmino, so Mane could get like a standing O. But uh, I mean, <laughs> he, he he gave it to Ox. Ox didn't have the greatest game, and that's part of part of the reason why he got subbed early. But like, I mean. Just love the fact that he just that that little jab right there, getting everybody uh, from from Southampton pool on 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 the pitch. So Southampton have two two chants. I heard when the Saints go marching in and boo. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Every time Van Dyke touched the ball, it was just jeers all all game. So you know, thought he he handled that really well. That that could have been my other positive is just Van Dyke. I mean. I just have to mention it again, just having that presence back there immediately since he's come in there, there has been a difference you can tell. And uh, whether it's helping out Carius or anyone else in the back line or even in front of him, um, you know, he's, he's looking like he's, he's worth the money that we paid for him. So did you see, did you see that sign on, uh, so you came taking the piss out of Southampton. Did you see the sign that the kid was holding up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. So good, yeah. That, that was a great one. Um, all right, well, gentlemen, another big game coming up. Uh, we'll briefly touch on it real quick. Got the Porto game coming up round of 16. Uh, Liverpool, amazing draw. Real good chance to get through here. Porto is a good team. They do like to attack. Uh, it, it is a way. Um, I, I definitely prefer having the home game, you know, the game at Anfield, you know, in the second leg. But uh, it's not an easy place to play. Obviously, Porto, a well-known side, and and have been have been doing well. Um, I, I'm almost positive they're actually actually top of their table. I think Benfica is behind them. Uh, but I mean, it's it will be a tough game, especially away from home, Aaron. But um, I mean, who? Let's just say, who who would you like to come into the side? Maybe make some changes. Obviously, Emre having been suspended, you would assume that Hendo comes in and fills the, the number six role. But is there anyone else that you'd like to see in this match? Mm, I'd like to see Virgil Van Dyke paired with Clavon. Interesting. Um, because, wow. like you guys tough. said earlier, Clavon has been very consistent, and I think he's been one of the more underrated players in the team. Do you move him over season. to the right? Even though he's left-footed, or do you just move Van Dyke over to the right? Um, I I mean, move Van Dyke over to the left. Um, but I don't. I mean, I just want to see how how the two would match up. Yeah, it's an interesting um, thought to see what those two would be like together. You know? Yeah, and everybody, you know, after the game against Spurs when it's Lovren and and Van Dyke, they people were saying, Oh well maybe Lovren needs to be given another chance. And but we haven't even seen Clavon playing with Van Dyke. Um that needs to happen. Other players who I want to see in the side, um I want to see our front three starting 
Um, I want to see, I kind of want to see a four, two, four again with, um, Oxlade Chamberlain on the far right and Salah shifted inwards a little bit like we did. I can't remember the game, but we, we played like three different formations in it. And, um, and four, two, four was one of them. And I just think, I don't know. I don't know. I just want us to win. I don't care. I don't care how we do it. I just want to at least score one goal and keep, keep a clean sheet. Um, yeah, I just, that's it. Yeah. Just get it done. Get the result. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, that's, so, and we've been getting it done all season. We have like three losses in the league and we haven't lost a lot other than those three losses. I obviously crashing out of the two, the two cups, domestic cups, but, um, yeah, just score like two or three goals, concede none or one, and bring it back to Anfield and finish it off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Painter, anything to add? Who would you want to see come into the side? Uh, maybe because they're a little bit of an attacking side, you know, why you didn't see Joe Gomez at right back this past game? Maybe you see him in this match. Yeah, I mean, I think the only two changes you're going to make are, are Gomez and Henderson. I don't. I, I don't see him making any other changes. We've got 10 days uh, rest between now and our next match uh, because we're not in the FA Cup anymore. So uh, the FA Cup is, I think it's taking place this weekend, uh, this coming weekend. So we've got 10 days rest. So I, I think he plays everybody and then they go on, you know, one of those mini holidays uh, for a few days and off they go. Um, but I think they play everybody. I think they play strong. Uh, I think you'll see a very similar lineup to what you saw in Southampton, uh, come compact, uh, play on the counterattack with Porto liking to, you know, having to come on to us being at home. And, uh, I think they look to hit him on the counter and, and do exactly what, you know, a similar, a similar playbook to what they did at Southampton. Um, uh, I think that was kind of a dress rehearsal for us, uh, going to Porto, but I don't think he makes many changes at all. Maybe Gomez, like I said, for Trent. And then obviously I, I, I totally forgot that, Chan has to sit this game yeah. because of uh, suspension. Yeah, uh, same. Yeah, I totally spaced on that, which, you know, obviously with Hendo being rested, uh, he didn't even make the trip. Uh, he was he was completely out of line. I think that was on purpose, yeah. I think I think he's just like, go have your train, your personal training session. Uh, yeah, do what you got to do. So. You know I, you're I playing, hope there was nothing know. more serious. I haven't, I haven't seen anything come out that, that would suggest it was anything more serious but um, than him just being rested for the Porto match. But... I think those are the two changes you'll see. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, they get after it. I, you know, there is a little bit in my brain that says Milner might get a run out. Yeah. Just because of his, you know, his, you know, he's a senior player. They're on the road. It's the knockout stages of the champions league. You might want a cool head, uh, and another, you know, senior statesman on the field. But other than that, I think it's pretty much uh, as is for, for the Reds uh, against Porto on Wednesday. I think he does that. I, I, it's just such a weird feeling. I feel like every time Hendo plays, lot, or uh, Milner plays for some reason, I don't know, just happens. Um, so I, 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 not necessarily that I want to see it, but I, I see Hendo coming in. I see Milner coming in the midfield probably for Ox. And then I see um, probably Genie in there as well. Uh, to to yep. try and help defensively. Uh, in terms of the the back four, I, I would like to see probably. And I, I like Trent a lot. I think he's done an excellent job. But again, uh, you know, away, you know, at Porto and and the style they like to play, I'd like to see Gomez in maybe for a little bit more defensive stability. And you know, even though Andy's a little bit more defensive uh, than Albi, I think Albi deserves another run out, especially if we're putting Joe in. And I would like to see Albi get the, get in a, a game at left back. Uh, keep the front three the same. You know, going against Porto, they're not going to have Marcano available. Uh, it seems like he's still got that thigh problem. Obviously, uh, Fabiano is is has that knee injury. He's been out for a long time now. Uh, they have Montero is suspended, and uh, they actually have a player mm -hmm. who I didn't know, by the way, named Andre Andre. 
and he will miss out with an ankle injury. So that's a bummer. Just to not see what the back of his kit looks like because I do not know. But um, there, there's no reason you take that front three anywhere off that field. No, uh, no, no. At base yeah. rest. Yeah, they're such a great runner for him. Just keep scoring goals and keep having fun. And maybe this is uh, yep. where Mane he finally bags it. You know, maybe you, you never know because uh, he's he, he's been getting too much stick. He's due. way way he's... too much stick. It's not even that he's due. I, I think he actually his decision making wasn't terrible last game against Southampton. I thought uh, he made the passes he should have, and he shot you know when when it was okay to shoot. So it, it just, it's going to fall for him at some point. Maybe he's, he's struggling a little bit with the fact that that Salah has you know kind of come into form. Um, and, and, you know, he's, he's, lost in the <laughs> he's this, no, I'm talking about like the season in general, like the, the season, uh, in, the, the whole season, like Salah, you know, he was obviously very good for him last year, but nothing like he is now. And the fact that he's taken the spotlight this season, um, you know, especially when Mane had the season he did last year. And, you know, also the fact that Salah is on the right wing where Mane is probably most effective as well. So, uh, let's go ahead and gentlemen, before we get out of here, get your score predictions, Aaron, what do you got? Um, I'm going to say... 2-1 to Liverpool. I like that. I like those two away goals. Painter, what do you got? I'm going for another 2-0 performance, Hell another clean yeah. sheet, and another Oof. 2-0 win. Bring it back to Anfield to put ourselves into the quarterfinals of the Champions League. I'm going 4-1. It's going to be a, it's going to be a romping. It's going to make the second leg a lot easier. Um, I'm feeling there's – I got this like really strange, which might not be good, but I got this really strange confidence going into this game. You're I just, you know, paused, I just, dude. This is scaring the shit out of no, me, No, I, I think uh, – well, I mean, you never know. I, I, I choose a clean sheet. That never happens anyway, so I had to throw at least one, you know, one goal their way. But I just <laughs> – even even if Milner comes to midfield, even – I don't know what it is. I just – I got a weird feeling that we just – thrash them that that we just come out on fire i like us in away games and big games uh especially it suits our style even a little bit better sometimes being able to counter and uh, you know with with porto's attacking style so i'm really looking forward to this game unfortunately i'll be at work so i might have to um you know the phone might have to suddenly fall out of my pocket <laughs> on my desk for a bit, but, i'm sick yeah, yeah. bathroom uh, break Gentlemen, yeah, but, uh, I got about an hour and a half long bathroom break. Not feeling great today, boss. Uh, appreciate it. But, uh, gentlemen, great having you on again. As yep. always, it's been a little while. Where can we find you on Twitter, Painter? Uh, it's just at Brian underscore Painter. And Aaron? Uh, I can't remember. It's like at a tuck fp i recently changed it and i haven't been on twitter a lot lately so. search aaron tucker and you will find um, him you will do it yeah yeah i'll i'm around there a, a, sorry aa ron you will find aa ron aa ron on, yep on twitter. <laughs> uh, you can find me at jay vishy and you can find us at talk on fp gentlemen it's been a little while appreciate you getting back on yeah it's good to chat outside of the slack channel and as yep. always talk on talk on talk on, talk on.